welcome back to the Victoria Police Recruitment Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing about what life is like once you've left the academy, and I'll be speaking to two officers about their experiences of their first days on the job. Today, I'm joined again by First Constable Maddie Smith and Constable Gil Locke to talk about their experiences on life after the academy. Thank you so much for coming back. No worries. Thanks again for having us. Love being here. (laughs) So in episode three, we heard a little bit about your motivation for applying and your journey with Victoria Police so far. But as we're talking about life after the academy today, I'd love to hear about what your experience at the academy were like. So Maddie, how did you find the academy? I honestly had the best time. I had a really good squad. The teachers were lovely. It, It can be a bit daunting, I'll be honest, but like coming in and being in uniform, doing the march and all that stuff and having, getting your head around the different ranks and knowing who to call boss and ma'am and sir and I wasn't overly good at that. But they're so supportive here and they understand and everyone just wants you to do well. So it was a really nice experience for me. And what about you, Gil? Yeah, so I can agree with what Maddie said in regards to like having a great squad. Most squads I hear are really, really good. I had a similar experience um, as my PSO squad. So I've come through the academy twice. Um, I've come through as a PSO, which is a 12-week course, and I lived in at the academy. And that's a completely new experience for me. I can imagine that if you sort of lived at university or something similar, it would be a similar experience. However, here being a paramilitary organisation, as Manny just referred to before, like learning ranks, uniform, doing the march every Monday morning, and being prepared for that was a bit of a different experience for me. Um, However, I didn't find it too hard to adjust just took some time and you just take it all in and you get it sort of an intro week and then you get that opportunity to get really prepared for the paramilitary style of things at the academy. Yeah, awesome. It's really great to hear that you had both you know, positive experiences, but obviously there is a bit of an adjustment period when you start somewhere new, but good to see that it's not too difficult to adjust. Now, I want you to cast your minds back. So you've done your 31 weeks, you're in your first day of the job. Do you remember what that first day was like and how you were feeling or maybe your first month, Gil? So I vividly remember my first day as a PSO and I remember my first day as a police officer. So as a PSO, I was at North Melbourne. I was super scared. I had no idea what to expect. We're on the platforms, patrolling trains. I was excited though at the same time, it was exciting. And then before we know it, you've got an arrest for a warrant and then you've got to apply all those skills that you've just learned at the academy. Um, which was really, really good to take in, to put into practice all those skills that I just spent the last 12 weeks learning. And it was pretty much the same experience as a police officer. Uh, My first day was at Melton and a similar thing, like someone, we dealt with a situation and had to apply all those skills immediately that I just learnt, learnt again. And it was a really good experience and really rewarding after spending all that time at the academy and to have the opportunity to really apply those skills. Yeah, excellent. And what about you, Maddie? Do you remember how you were feeling? I remember we graduated and it was nice because we went to Booze Bus. So we still with our squad and but I was like, this is so cool. We've graduated. We're out on the road. <laughs> and then we got split up and I went to State Highway Patrol for two weeks, which was awesome. And then I remember my first shift at Caram Downs Police Station. I was so nervous. I could have been sick, but they're, they're so lovely. Like everyone's been in our shoes. So despite the fact I was so, so nervous, it was... Yeah, it was nice. It was fun. It's exciting. All in one. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to hear. And it's 
you know, you do have the support there of people who've been through the same experience and can, you know, teach you things that they've learned through their own experiences, which is great. Um, but a lot of new officers do say that they often surprised by the amount of paperwork. Was there anything that surprised you or anything you didn't expect? So being that I had that uh, protective services background, I sort of had an understanding of what the paperwork was required. However, there is a there is a decent amount of paperwork, but I don't think it's unmanageable. It's definitely achievable, and if you just put your mind to it and get in there, you, you'll get it done. What about you, Maddie? Yeah, I agree. The paperwork, it can be challenging, but you just need to put your hand up and experience it because once you've done all the paperwork, you know, a few times, it becomes easy, and there is a lot of it, but it's it's not hard to do. And the thing I didn't expect joining Victoria Police was the amount of opportunities you had, so I just thought, oh, you're a police officer, like you chase bad people and investigate and stuff. But you can do so many things. You can come back and be a teacher. You can, you know, join the media unit. There's so many opportunities and that's just something I really didn't expect. Yeah, it's it's really good to hear that while there are challenges, you know, the reality of paperwork is that it's just a part of the job. But there also is, you know, there's so many things you can do within the organisation. So there's going to specialist areas. You can go, like you said, the media unit. There's, you know, endless opportunities now, obviously, shift work is a huge part of the job. Had either of you done shift work before and was it a, a big adjustment? And how do you manage your work-life balance now that you're really doing shift work full-time? Gil, I think you had some experience doing shift work. Yeah, so uh, prior to Victoria Police experience, um, I was at the airlines and they run purely on shift work. So I was kind of prepared for it. Actually, being the academy is more of a nine-to-five was a bit more of a shock than <laughs> my usual shift work routine. <laughs> And the best way to manage shift work is just to keep time for your friends and family. Uh, I think shift work's better than nine to five. I couldn't think of anything worse personally. Um, and you've got that opportunity to spend time with your friends and family at, at quieter times of the day than being stuck in the 5 p.m. traffic. Yeah, definitely. That's a, a huge bonus. And what about you, Maddie? I had never done it before, ever. And, you know, you get all these like ideas off people and like, oh, you need to sleep for this long or sleep here and do this. And To be honest, I just worked it out on my own. After a few weeks of it, I kind of got into my own routine and, yeah, like, it was good. But like Gil said, it's nice having days off when on, like, midweek or something so you can, like, go to the bank and you're not waiting in line for hours or do your grocery shopping and not everyone's around. And although it can be challenging at times because it's not only you adapting but your family and friends because usually... A lot of your friends are nine to five or at uni and they have weekends off, whereas you have to work most weekends. But you do, you adapt, your friends adapt and they understand. So all in all, it's good. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, if you haven't done it before, it is hard to adjust. But once you do adjust, it's pretty easy to manage. Now, was there something that you found especially challenging being fresh from the job, Gil? Yeah, so when I first joined as a PSO, you would travel on trains when you're not in the job and you avoid those people that are acting a bit strange or doing something odd. Um, and I actually found the most challenging thing when I joined Victoria Police is approaching those people. It was a really odd sensation for me to be approaching those people and talk to them and figure out if they need assistance or what, what's going on. Um, so I'd say that would be the most challenging thing that I experienced when joining Victoria Police. Mm, and what about you, Maddie? For me, I was getting my head around the paperwork, but then once I, you know, started putting my hand up and going, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, it became really good. And also being flexible, 
like to a certain degree, sometimes you'll rock up to work going, oh, thank God, I finally got a paperwork day. And then they go, oh, no, we actually need you to go do hospital guard or something for eight hours. And you're like, ah. But reality is it's you need to be flexible in this job. And, yeah, at the end of the day, you'll get everything done. So it's fine. Another reality of the job is that you're facing things every day that most people will never have to face. And like you said, girl, before you never had to go up to those people before and say anything to them, but now that's part of your job. And, you know, you've seen things that I never will. And I'm wondering, was that initially hard to do and to see? And when you're faced by confronting situations, how do you manage that and what support is available to you? Yeah, so approaching those people, you're you're in a group, a minimum of two of you. And the other person will be a senior member. So you feel supported there and they'll be there with you. And there's always support nearby, always other police units or PSO units nearby. And they'll be there to support you if you need it. If you're faced with a confronting situation that affects you personally, Mm. Victoria Police has a lot of support services in place to assist you. And I think that the support that you get given in Victoria Police is actually outstanding. Um, it's all there. If you need anything, it's not a problem. Uh, it's all confidential. If you need any any assistance um, with mental health or anything like that, it's all it's all in place and it's all really really good services. Yeah, it's really really good to hear. And I mean, what about you, Maddie? Have you had any experiences with confronting situations? And you know, what sort of support is available to you? Yeah, like Gil said, we are confronted quite often with situations. Like even if it's a dead body, you're first on scene. That person's passed away. Victoria Police have things put in place for your welfare and it's really good and it's also important to have a supportive family and like the police family so your mates at work, they get it, they understand it, they've been there and it's nice to just be able to go and, you know, have an event to them about it and I usually feel good once I've spoken about it but it's so important as well. If you're not feeling okay, just put your hand up and say, I'm not doing okay, don't be embarrassed, just... Yourself is so important and your mental health. So, yeah, the support program's in place. So it's amazing. So it's good. And on the flip side, I'd love to know what's been a rewarding experience? Well, there's been so many. It's so lovely, like, being able to investigate something and get someone's property back or, you know, find the person that was responsible for it. And I'll, I'll never forget one day, it was really early, I think it was like 6 o'clock start, and this guy calls triple zero and it's like, oh, someone stole my my bag, my bag from my car. And we we're right like Johnny on the spot and we could see him running and we ended up getting in a foot chase with him around the city and we caught him. We got all the property back and he was a Frenchman here and he was a tourist and he was just loving it. And he's like, mwah, mwah, thank you so much. And just the feel that feeling of knowing that I've helped someone today and like, and every day you go to jobs and you're like, oh, it's, it's just so rewarding and yeah, it's awesome. It's an awesome feeling. Yeah, it would be. And what about you, Gil? Is that the same thing? You love that feeling? Yeah, absolutely. So I just recently, I had a, a job. We just started shift at two o'clock. Immediately, we had a call for a burglary. We headed up to the address and then we're traveling on a main road nearby. And we had a um, description of the offender as he'd already left the house. And then we were driving along. There was a roundabout in front of us. And this person walked out in front of us with a sack of stuff. And I said to my offsider, that's going to be our man. And I popped the door on the car. I spoke to the male. He ran off. Uh, we gave foot chase. And a similar story to what Maddie just said then, we had the opportunity to catch him and return the property. He had stolen all sorts of jewellery from the house. 
and the family that I was able to return all that property to were really grateful. And it was a really war- rewarding experience to have been able to be a similar situation on Johnny on the spot and be able to find that offender and return all the property to someone. Yeah, it must be the most incredible feeling to you know, help someone in a you know, time of need. Now, something people often ask about is the ballot process. So this is something that every officer must go through once they've been confirmed at two years and 13 weeks. Due to the fact that Victoria Police serves the entire state, officers may be required to work in a country location for a period of time. Country policing is embraced by many as it provides exposure to more diverse workplace opportunities and lifestyle experiences. Also, if you volunteer for a stations in need position, rather than wait to see if you're selected in the ballot, you receive what's called a free kick to your preferred location once you've completed your time at the station in need. If you do elect to do this, you will have a reduced length of tenure of 18 months as opposed to 24 months if you were balloted. It is important to note, though, that this does affect only a small percentage of Victoria Police staff. Now, Gil, you'll be subject to the ballot sometime soon. Is this something you're prepared for? And also, where do you see yourself going in the future? In regards to the ballot, everyone that joins Victoria Police is fully aware of it and knows that it's a it's something that could, could occur. And I would take the opportunity to go country policing. I would take that in great strides. Be an opportunity to do something different. If I'm in a lucky position where I would be able to do that. Uh, however, look, if you have a family or if you need to go country, I understand that, that would be pretty difficult for you. However, I still think it'd be a great opportunity if you can get out there and do some country policing because you get a really good aspect on how to talk to people and a way different way of doing policing. And so you can have a better understanding and better yourself as a police officer. Amazing. And, and where do you see your future going with Victoria Police? I would love to go to Highway Patrol and then get on to the, uh, what Victoria Police refers to as a solo unit, which is on the motorcycles, um, being that I've had interest in cars and motorcycles since I was a kid, and having that family friend that I referred to in the previous episode, uh, being in Highway Patrol, and I've always thought that would be the best area for me. And what about you, Maddie? What's your future hold? So like I said to you earlier, there's so many opportunities in Victoria Police, and you know, you've got your K9 and CERD, and everyone knows about those specialist units, but there's so much more than that. There's just heaps. And for me, I've come from a teaching background, so I wouldn't mind going back to the academy and teaching the recruits again or I've always had an interest in journalism. So the media unit, that's something I can also do. And, yeah, look, I reckon I could see myself back at the academy teaching soon. So, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You'd be teaching the new recruits. Yeah, through Listening to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So before we go, I'd love to know what advice you have for people who are thinking of a career in policing. Whenever I talk to people about prospective applicants about wanting to join Victoria Police, they always express concerns for the paramilitary life of the academy. And I tell everybody that while it seems tough, it's worth it. Just take it in your stride. Do what you can. Do the best that you can at the academy. Everyone is understanding. Everyone's there to support you. The academy doesn't work against you. They're all behind you to get you through and to assist you to make the best police officer you can be. So, again, while it's tough, it's worth it. And what about you, Maddie? I totally agree with Gil. It's tough, but it's totally worth it. And just don't ever doubt yourself. Like, at the end of the day, there is so much to learn in Victoria Police. You're never going to know it all. So just put your hand up. Take each day as it comes. At the end of the day, you're not going to know everything. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining me today. And it's been really fantastic to hear about your experiences and hearing what it's like once you leave the academy and are in the job. So join me in the next episode to hear from Acting Sergeant Fleur Vandersloos and Senior Constable Anthony Christensen about their roles in the Operations Response Unit and Water Police. 
You've been listening to the Victoria Police Recruitment Podcast. For more information on the recruitment process or how to apply, please visit the Victoria Police Careers website at www.policecareer.vic.gov.au.